Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Welcome back. Today I'm going to talk about Farina in Lake Como. Lake Como is filled with quaint little towns that sit in alcoves or jut out into the lake with prominent early 19th century villas and architecture from a time gone by. And last time I highlighted Menaggio, just across the lake is another fantastic town, Verena. Verena is definitely a favorite as well and offers just a different vibe than other towns along the shore. From palatial gardens to gelato shops and villa hotels, Verena may subtly surprise you on your visit when you're in Como. It did me the first time I was there. Verena is known for being more a laid-back town next to the glitz and glamour of nearby Bellagio. So if you're looking for more chill experience, Verena might be a better fit. However, this year with COVID rebound, it was definitely busier. So today I'm going to share with you my most recent trip to Verena and how to get there, where to stay, where to eat, etc., So located on Como's eastern shore, you can arrive by boat with a car or by foot, or you can drive straight to Verena. And if you do, just remember that coming down the roads from Germany, Google Maps or Waze will most likely bring you through the town of Chur and the Bernina Pass. It is something else, I tell you. One time John and I took it and the switchbacks were so sharp and (laughs) narrow. And the only thing on the road were sheep and goats and our car. (laughs) It's one of the highest Alps in Switzerland and it leads to the eastern side of Lake Como and Verena. Another travel tip is to make sure you're searching for the town of Verena in the province of Lecco as there's also a town of Verena, same spelling and everything, that's just outside the city of Genoa. You'll be adding another two plus hours to your adventure so double check when you're punching that in. If you arrive by boat, which is one of the most popular ways to arrive in Verena is you can take it from Menaggio or Catanibia on the western coast and it's roughly 8 to 10 euros per person including your vehicle and to board the ferry it is super critical that you get in the proper line for these frequent ferry routes the signs are painted on the road whether you're going to Bellagio or Verena and there's plenty of signage prior to boarding to make sure you do get in the right line but I will tell you that the Italians get super upset if you get in the wrong line and you have to switch lines the closer you get to boarding so just pay attention to that while we were there in September masks were required even if you were just sitting in your car in case you got in and out and they were pretty adamant about it however I think that mandate has dropped since then You can also arrive to Verena by train, and this is a great way to arrive because you can come from Milan. It's just about an hour by train from Milan, and it's 11 euros one way. So it is definitely an alternate way to get there to Lake Como, and it's an easy option. Okay, where to stay? I've stayed in Verena several times, and one time it was part of a small group tour, and the other time was a romantic weekend away in the fall season with John. And both times were equally peaceful and enchanting. There are several types of stays in Verena as well, depending on the holiday you'd like to experience. 
If you would like to visit a family-friendly hotel, you can. A renovated villa with palatial gardens or maybe a hotel-restaurant combo that has really good restaurants. They definitely have something for every kind of traveler. One time we stayed at the Albergo Barretta, which is in the downtown area of Marina and within walking distance of the boat dock. There was plenty of parking around back and also a public parking area for about 10 euros per day. My Google review was something like this. It was wonderful staff, great location. It's located on the main road and it was a perfect overnight one night stay. Our room was modern and clean and we had an awesome balcony and I love the big windows. The greeter was very nice and generous and it was an affordable breakfast. It wasn't included in our room rate, but you could purchase it. The coffee was really good. Our room, however, was located right on the main street and the night noise did run a little bit late, but once it settled down, it was really quite nice. Another stay was in the Albergo Milano. John and I stayed here in November of 2017 for a romantic weekend getaway to Lake Como. And this hotel is historic and our views from the room were just breathtaking. Just amazing seeing the Alps and the lake. We were there just in time for the leaves to change and so the natural beauty was incredible as well. So this is a travel tip. Most of the lake in Lake Como for that time of year begins to close down. And we happen to be there the very first weekend of November. So restaurants and some shops and some hotels were closing down. So just remember that when you're planning your adventure because you don't want to show up and then not have any place to eat or visit. The outside patio that we had attached to our room was quite lovely and there's also a breakfast area. The breakfast is really nice and you get these amazing views of the lakes like on a patio. Another hotel is the Hotel Villa Suppressa. It's located on the northern part of Verena and it is a restored villa and garden. The grounds are gorgeous and unforgettable. It is an upscale option for your stay at the lake and it's very popular for weddings and events. So if you're there in the spring, remember this because you might be interrupted with a night's sleep from like a wedding party <laughs> or a party party. It is within walking distance of the Piazza San Giorgio, which is where most of the city happenings occur. There's a huge parking garage located within walking distance of the hotel. There's no valet parking, but it is right across the street. There is a fee for this, however. Another hotel that is in right along the eastern shore of Verena is the Hotel du Lac. And you can walk by this as you're walking the narrow streets. It's very pretty. The architecture is amazing. I wanted to mention this one because the restaurant always smells so good every single time I pass there. And the chef uses local ingredients and changes the menu. If you end up not staying here, uh, because it does have a swimming pool also, and it is a 19th century villa, and the award-winning restaurant is fantastic. I've only been able to eat there. I wasn't able to stay there, but I've definitely, that's on my list, is the Hotel du Lac. So one of the biggest highlights for visiting Verena are the palatial gardens. And this past September, Katie and I were able to visit two of the gardens on the eastern shore. The very first one was the Villa Monasterio. Villa Monastero? Yeah, probably said that better the second time. 
This garden has an awful lot of hype. It wasn't my favorite, but if you're visiting Verena and you're interested in gardening, you might find this worthwhile. I'm not a huge crowds person, and it was unbelievably crowded on our visit in September. Tickets are available online, or you can walk up for 10 euros for adults to see the gardens and the villa combination. The Villa Monastero is a part of the FAI or the Fondo di Per Abbiante Italiano, this nonprofit who owns the Villa Balbianello, which was in my podcast last week and my blog, that you can find out more information about this nonprofit. They are in the business of preserving Italian historic buildings and grounds for essentially Italian tourism. My review on Google was not great. <laughs> Mostly because it wasn't just well kept. And I'm not sure if that's because they were uh, so busy with tourists this season bouncing back or if maybe that's just how they're kept. It, It was definitely, it was just a little disappointing because they weren't controlling the amount of tourists too. They had walking tourists and bus tourists. And yes, I know I was there too, but I had no idea that it would be as busy as it was. I honestly had not seen Verena this crowded ever in probably nine times that I've been to this city. So it was definitely probably just COVID rebound. But if you are interested in the gardens and this villa, uh, just know that You can either go to see just the gardens or you can see the gardens and the villa together. Uh, But the villa is just kind of boring. (laughs) They had a Napoleon exhibit there that was running. It was just super difficult to follow. It was basically just like pictures of Napoleon and uh, sayings and historic things. It was just hard to follow. Anyway, yeah. So my recommendation would be right next door is the Giardino Botanica di Villa Suppressa. And this was super beautiful. We really enjoyed the Villa Suppressa. It was just really peaceful. And it's not as big, obviously, as the other garden, but it was definitely well done. And it might be because this is privately owned and it is a part of the hotel grounds. So it was a bit confusing because we were looking for uh, the Monastero. It was a bit confusing. And I'm really glad we ended up here because they had things that were not typical, but but they had uh, tropical fauna and flora from all over the world and many partnerships with botanical gardens from America too. So that was just really super cool. The next thing we did was we took a walk around town. This is an absolutely free activity. It's easy to do and delightful. And it's a very charismatic town that has narrow, steep alleyways that are adorned with hanging plants and stairs and old cobblestone. And the architecture is from the 1800s. And most of it is all visible and intact and in just really good condition. There's also from the ferry, you can take what's called the Greenway de Patriarchy. And this is a narrow romantic lakeside walkway that leads you along the shore in the harbor to the restaurants, the information center, and it's just really uh, scenically beautiful. I wouldn't recommend you walking this route with your luggage because there are cobblestones and it is super crowded. Verena is also a part of hiking trails on that side of Lake Como as well. So you can begin and end a hiking excursion as well. You just need to look for the signs, which are all over town. Okay, next up is where to eat. 
And here are a few places that I grab a bite to eat when I'm visiting Marina. And my friend Candy has a favorite pizza place there that we really love. You'll just definitely want to make reservations or be prepared to wait because it is a very popular place. It's the Albergo del Sol. And every time I am in Verena, I visit here because it has some of the best pizza I've had in the region. And it's located on the corner in the San Giorgio Piazza with an outside terrace. And it is a really special place to just wine and dine. You can people watch, listen to the church bells of uh, the nearby Chiesa San Giorgio, the Church of St. George. The menu includes Italian favorites like seafood, pasta. My favorite is the grilled vegetables and the smoked mozzarella or scormozza. Here is a travel tip. Go ahead and order the vino di casa at the Albergo del Sol because it is delicious and affordable. And it's just goes really well with their menu. The restaurant fills up and this fall it was no exception. It was super busy with plenty of customers. I didn't make a reservation because we were there for lunch but even up until about 1 30 or 2 o'clock which is about when restaurants start to close down we were able to get in but thankfully it was just Katie and I. So if you have a larger group if you're there for a while or a weekend, then I would definitely say try to make a reservation, reach out. So to wrap up, I would say Verena absolutely has to be on your list. It's easy to get to. It's wonderful. And for the most part, it is the quieter, calmer Como town. But I think the secret's been let out that you have to visit and you have to see this. Candy echoed the same sentiment on her recent visit there as well. Because people have definitely figured out that Verena is truly lovely. So if you are planning to visit Lake Como soon, I would definitely put Verena on your list. Just be sure to know that there might be a challenge with crowds and people because the secret is out. We've just added a wonderful Italian small group tour to our group tours for the spring. And we're going to be going to starting out in Rome and then making our way up to Tuscany and San Gimignano and Pienzo and Multocino. If you'd like to know more, check out my group tours on the website as well. And I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be heading out next week to Germany for a month. I've got three Christmas markets coming up, two along the Mosul and one along the Rhine. Lots and lots of Christmas markets. If you are interested in a Christmas market in Germany tour, I will be doing them in 2023. Make sure you leave me a comment or write me an email, wendy at travelwithwendy.net, and I can put you on the waiting list for next year. Have a great holiday season and a Christmas, and I'll be back soon. Ciao.